They were aimed at some Trump lawyers More subpoenas. and other people. These are brand new late night subpoenas that are absolutely aimed at some critical areas where Trump and his cronies in the run up to J6 and even after it in some cases tried to illegally usurp the will of the people. And this is critical. I want to do a couple things because also we need to understand that even when Jack Smith faces a setback, he doesn't let it affect him, he lets it roll off his back. So there's a couple clips I want to play you. First, there's a great, excellent rundown from a legendary former prosecutor, somebody that Jack Smith would almost certainly look up to, praising him as doing a great job and playing and making a fool out of Donald Trump as we speak. And then we're going to get in to how Donald Trump may have scored a quote-unquote minor victory tonight, but how that victory is actually a demonstration of Jack Smith's power and his aggressiveness to take Trump down. Joining me now is former federal prosecutor, professor at Georgetown School of Law, and MSNBC legal analyst, Paul Butler. He's also my friend, Paul. Always so good to see you. Look, I think it's an understatement to say that Trump's in some hot water. He's under investigation at a minimum in this Mar-a-Lago case for three potential crimes, mishandling classified docs, obstruction, and destruction of government records. What does a request to hold the Trump team in contempt of court tell you about where we are currently in that investigation? So, Katie, I think the Justice Department is playing Trump a little bit in the sense that there's probably a set of documents that prosecutors believe Trump possesses that he has not turned over. And prosecutors aren't telling him what the document is. But they keep ratcheting up the pressure, as you mentioned, the polite request from the National Archives, then the grand jury subpoena, then the search warrant, and now the request that Trump's team be held in contempt. It's a big deal. You think that there could be, and I know this is me asking you to read tea leaves here, that there could be enough PC, though, based upon the fact that you keep on finding and discovering more classified documents? Or does the DOJ, as you said, literally have to rely that Trump's legal team, which not exactly is, you know, a, a brain trust, that they're being honest that a good faith search has occurred? Does the fact that there's a third party external firm that was retained to do the search, does that help Trump? So we know, Katie, that in about two weeks on the job, Jack Smith, the newly appointed special counsel, is going hardcore. So I doubt that another search warrant is off the table, but you laid out the constitutional requirements exactly right. Prosecutors have to have probable cause to think that a particular item that they're looking for is going to be at a particular place. And so at the same time that they're working on this contempt citation, hoping that will get the president's attention and compliance. They're also continuing, I'm sure, to gen up probable cause to execute search warrants at other places that Trump might have stashed stuff. 
So, Paul, you're a part of an, an exceptionally brilliant group of legal analysts at the network. And whenever I have one on, I have to ask them the following question. Which case slash investigation is going to be the one that does Trump in first? And the t I, I posed this to Glenn Kirshner the other day, and I said, what is he going to get convicted for? I'm actually going to make this even a more of a softball. Which one is going to be indicted for first? Because you and I have done this before. Is it going to be Fulton County, Fonnie Willis, who's still forging along down in Georgia? That's number one. Number two, your next option, is it going to be the 1-6 investigation, which is being done by Special Counsel Jack Smith? Or do you think this Mar-a-Lago documents investigation is going to be the first one that gets Trump indicted? Man, what a question. Just think, Katie, we've gone from <laughs> whether the president is going to be charged or whether he's going to keep getting away with stuff, former president, I got to say, to now, which charge and where? And there's a range of possibilities. Fulton County probably isn't coordinating with the Justice Department. Sometimes there's a tension between state and federal prosecutors when they're working on the same case. And so I don't think that those two timetables are going to necessarily coincide. D.A. Willis seems to be on a mission. She's appropriately concerned with election interference in her state. That's a crime. At the same time, Jack Smith, he seems focused on both Mar-a-Lago and January 6th. I do think that Mar-a-Lago, that's the more traditional prosecutor's case. It's a documents case, national security issues, but lots of the evidence is going to be on paper, and apparently they've got people inside Mar-a-Lago, uh, including someone who Trump brought from the White House to work for him there, who aren't necessarily giving up all the goods, but if that person is lying to the grand jury, as has been allegedly, as, as has been reported, DOJ could turn that person, uh, make him a witness against Trump, a very credible witness. So I think that at the end of the day, the Mar-a-Lago national security case is going to be the most likely prosecution. You because it's proven to be false. Proven um, to be false, right. They yeah. found, well, that, they, that was the search, and then now they just found some more documents. It just doesn't, it seems never ending. That's right. And yet, um, the federal judge did not side with the Justice Department in this contempt issue, right? They wanted, uh, the Justice Department asked to hold Trump in contempt of subpoena, uh, and the judge refused to do that, saying, go, go work this out outside of court. Does that mean anything to you? Um, it means a couple things. It is interesting and important that the Justice Department does believe that he is in contempt. That was what they were trying to get the judge to do. So that's one part. But the fact that the court doesn't go along with them, it's difficult to know what that means. Because the New York Times, for example, is reporting. We don't know if that was her final decision. It sounds like she's saying, maybe not now. Exhaust all of your efforts to try to figure this out. Because CNN's reporting is that, for example, the Justice Department was had concerns about the details of the search of Bedminster and what they had found or hadn't found. Right. So they might be trying to resolve that. She might think it's not ripe yet to hold him in contempt. Try to Try to mediate. It's basically out. go through more mediation before. Okay. Yes. So, but what does it tell you about the, the new special counsel that, that, that they decided to go this route and go in and ask for it right away, right? They were aggressive. Very much so. Um, so it sounds like the special counsel is taking a very different approach. It's not this like hands off, we're going to give you 
one month, another month, another month, another month. It comes to be 18 months before they right. finally go in. He is, seems to be approaching Donald Trump as he would other citizens of the United States who might be in defiance of law and saying, we're going to enforce these subpoenas. We're going to enforce these court orders. And I think that's a bad omen for Donald Trump. I think the way he gets out of this situation is if he's treated not like everybody else. So a couple things there. The first clip really highlights how Trump is being played in a sense. That as I noted in the second clip, this is the bad news of the night, or at least the not great news. Trump, at least for now, is avoiding contempt charges, avoiding being held under contempt by the judge in D.C. Um, because they feel like they need to try to work it out between Trump's team and, and, and Jack Smith's team, they need to try to work it out more before she's willing to issue a, a, you know, a contempt charge. But the point is, in the first clip, it really outlines how Jack Smith is doing a great job, how he's uniquely suited, and how what he's doing with this, you know, contempt charge, whether it all, or not it ultimately succeeds, is that he is setting up a scenario for Trump and his lawyers to trap themselves. Because they definitely have an inventory. They might not know every single piece of paper missing, but every single classified document is accounted for. They know not where it is, but they know it's missing, and they know Donald Trump has it, and so what they're doing is saying to Trump, tell us what you have and don't have, sort of already knowing, at least somewhat, the answer to the question. Maybe in an effort to trap Trump and his lawyers into incriminating themselves, giving them leverage as a trial approaches. But that second part is really important, because I know a lot of people, once they find out this news, are going to be disappointed. How the heck is Trump not being held under contempt? Frankly, I think it's open and shut too, but I'm not a judge, I'm not a lawyer, and the point is, I think, fairly enough that they want the to try to work it out. But what this demonstrates is a couple things. One, this is not necessarily a no forever. It might be the case that in a week or two, if Trump still hasn't produced the documents requested, and if a Trump lawyer still hasn't been willing to actually sign their name, we've been talking about this, every Trump lawyer is unwilling to actually be the custodian, that in that case, they can go back to the judge for this actual you know, contempt charge and make it stick. But further than that, guys, this, is, this shows the aggressiveness. And what that lawyer says, and this is a former special counsel himself, he says... This is a good sign that even when you take a minor loss like this, it's a good sign. The late night subpoenas that we're talking about, we're going to get to that, but also this move. Remember what Glenn Kirshner said, that, Donald, that, that Jack Smith is good because he's been willing to lose cases. And if you're not willing to lose cases, it means you're not willing to take the risks needed to find justice. But what we saw earlier in this late night subpoena is that is that Jack Smith is going at the secretaries of state in key in key states like Michigan and Arizona and asking for documents. They're not in trouble, of course, but what they're doing is asking them for some documents and, you know, whatever for this case. And I have the headline here and just some details. But what's critical are a couple things. One, this shows that he's keeping on keeping on, that he's not going to stop at just a couple subpoenas here or there, but also that these subpoenas are secret. We don't know what's in them. It notes elsewhere in the article that, you know, they confirmed that they got a subpoena that they're cooperating with Jack Smith and the DOJ, but they don't want to specify because it might harm the investigation. But we can be darn sure then that this is seriously bad news for Trump. So even when he scores a minor win against Jack Smith, the hard work and determination is still shining.
Thanks TikTok made me buy part 52. I saw a bunch of people using these incense burners for stress relief, yoga, and relaxation, and I just had to try it out for myself. Each order comes with 100 free cones, and every scent even has a unique benefit to help you unwind. Picking a cone was actually so hard because there were so many good ones to choose from. But ultimately, I went with this lavender cone, and I was blown away by the amazing smell. Like, I actually can't remember my life without this. I even got it for 70% off with the 100 free scented cones on the limited deal that they're having. If you don't have one, get it while the deal is up for today through the link in the description. So that was pretty cool. These days, if you don't have a strong oh website, God, you're toast. No okay, let's see what else is going on. YouTube about Trump going to fucking jail. Or how about the dark truth about bears, Joe Rogan? Bears are a very unique animal. We have this idea of what a bear is. Yes. Teddy bears and Yogi and fucking Coca-Cola commercials. Now, this is where it gets really fucked up. And, uh, you know, yeah. they're cannibals. 100% of them are cannibals. Yeah. One of the bears kill and start consuming a cub. Oh, yeah. The female scared the bear off and then ate her own kid. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's watched them rip cubs and rip them in half and eat them and spit them out. Like, yeah. You know, and once you've seen that, you're, you're, you know, no matter how many bear cartoons we show, no matter how many times a bear has suspenders on and is talking to us, it doesn't change. No matter how many times we name a bear, it doesn't change the bearness of the animal. It doesn't change its its prime. It's a different like, animal. It's a different kind of animal. Bears are a very unique animal. We have this idea of what a bear is. Yes. Teddy bear. The Hermetics were Egyptians. It's with the where the Freemasons came from and the alchemists. And the Hermetics comes from Hermes Trismegistus, Hermes Thrice Great, who was supposedly the wisest man or avatar or god from the Egyptian period. They believe that the universe was entirely mental, that there really is no physical existence, and that you and I only exist as thoughts in the mind of God, and that it was all vibrational. There's no such thing as opposites. Heat and cold are not opposites. Fear and courage are not opposites. They are just points on a continuum. And that the difference between fear and courage is entirely in the vibration. This is where the alchemy came in. They believed that if they could change the vibration of lead, they could change it into gold. The Hermetics were Egyptians. It's with the where the Freemasons came from, and the alchemists, and the Herm First of all, let's take the Neanderthals. Okay. Uh, for a long time it was held that the Neanderthals were stupid, primitive subhumans, shambling, lacking symbolism. Turns out that that's not true at all. The latest scientific on, uh, evidence on the Neanderthals is that they were symbolic creatures, that they did do art, that they were in every sense human, and they were in every sense human because anatomically modern humans interbred with Neanderthals. You can't interbreed with another species. They, they clearly were uh, hum human beings, but they looked rather different from us. And that's why certain populations in the world today still have 3 to 5% of Neanderthal uh, DNA. First of all, let's take the Neanderthals. Okay. Uh, for a long me. time it was held that the... On my way to my Milan laser... First of all, let's take...
Okay, I'm <clears throat> editing, taking out so the comment to Christo. On my way to my Milan laser appointment, so far I love my treatment, also their packages are forever, so you get touch-ups, I never have to think of it ever again, I just always know that I'm a new autistic. In 1999, psychic Lloyd Pye had a chance to examine the skull, claiming it was evidence of crossbreeding between humans and aliens. Pye called him the Star Child Skull, believing his mother had been a human female, while his father was somewhere among the stars. DNA studies show that the skull supposedly belonged to a five-year-old boy who died nearly a thousand years ago. Some researchers have suggested that the skull was deformed due to a condition called hydrocephalus, but Pi claims that DNA analysis has shown no evidence for this disease. The same DNA test also revealed many genetic differences between the star child skull and the skull of normal humans. In 1999, psychic Lloyd Pye had a chance to examine the skull, claiming it was evidence of crossbreeding between humans and aliens. Uh, you may pronounce it pneuma or pnefma. Uh, is the same as spirit. And spirit means breath in the book of Genesis when God had made the clay figurine that was later to be Adam. He breathed the breath of life into its nostrils and it became alive because life is breath. But now, if you hold your breath, you lose it. He that would save his life will lose it. So breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, get as much air as you can, and Trishna, cling, and you lose it. So nirvana means breathe out. What a relief that was. <laughs> the sigh of relief. Let it go, because it'll come back to you if you let it go. Uh, you may pronounce it pneuma or pnefma. Uh, is the same as spirit. And spirit means breath in the book of Genesis when God had made the clay figurine that was later to be Adam. He breathed the breath of life into its nostrils and it became alive because life is breath. But now, if you hold your breath, you lose it. He that would save his life will lose it. 
So breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, get as much air as you can, and Trishna, clean. And you lose it. Notice if you, um, <clears throat> this is something to do if, if you feel like your heart is starting to, like, tachycardia or um, a heart attack, actually, this will stave off a heart attack. Uh, feel your heart kind of freaking out. Go like that, like, breathe out quickly and, uh, um, because it gets oxygen because you breathe out and you, so it automatically takes in oxygen and uh it actually works i've tried this a couple times i had like tachycardia like a little tachycardia and it stopped okay so voila you're welcome is no national conspiracy to buy elections and control America. But you don't need a formal conspiracy right. when interests converge. These people went to the same universities oh, and please. fraternities. They're it's on the same boards simple. of directors. They're in the same country clubs. They have like interests. They yes. don't need to call a meeting. They know what's good for them. It's a and they're getting it. And there, there used to be seven oil companies. There are now three. It will soon be two. The things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice. There are two political parties. There are a handful of insurance companies. There are about six or seven inf information things. But if you want a bagel, there are 23 flavors because you have the illusion. You have the illusion of choice. There is no national conspiracy. Very true. Online cookout. <laughs> George Carlin. Nailed it. Is this man I'm about to show you the false prophet or the Antichrist? Some believe that he may be the Messiah. There is no national conspiracy to buy elections and control America. But you don't need a... Don't need a formal conspiracy. Right. When interests converge, these people went to the same universities oh, and fraternities. They're on the same boards simple. of directors. They're in the same country clubs. They have like interests. They yes. don't need to call a meeting. Is this man I'm about to show you the false prophet or the antichrist? Some believe that he may be the Messiah that the Jewish people have been waiting for. The Yanuka Rav Shlomo Yehuda has been rising to prominence in Israel because of his ability to memorize the Torah as well as the Talmud writings, and he's now being attributed with more than five miracles. We know that the coming of the lawless one in the end times will be according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, as well as multiple Bible verses telling us that the false prophet will work signs and satanic miracles such as the healing of the Antichrist's head wound in Revelation 13. And many people are claiming that the Yanuka, this Rav Shlomo Yehuda, is this false prophet or Antichrist that's going to come on the scene. While we need to be discerning and looking for these characteristics in people, and it's very strange that he actually meets some of these qualifications, but we need to be very clear about calling people out and saying they are for sure the Antichrist or the false prophet before we know this for sure. If you're interested, I go more in depth on this on a recent YouTube video I just posted. Is this man I'm about to show you the false prophet or the Antichrist? Some believe that he may be the Messiah that the Jewish people have been waiting for. The Yanuka Rav Shlomo Yehuda has been rising to prominence in Israel 
because of his ability to memorize the Torah as well as the Talmud writings, and he's now being attributed with more than five miracles. We know that the... There's a hidden secret about Kendrick Lamar's damn... What, is this makes, man you about... he's, uh, what makes you think he's a false prophet? There's a hidden secret about Kendrick Lamar's damn cover that no one is talking about. At first glance, the front cover of Kendrick's 2017 album may just seem like a random picture that was captured in the moment. However, some have analyzed the back cover of the LP and discovered what they believe are hidden messages for us to decode. Now, I'm sure you heard that Kendrick initially wanted to name the album What Happens on Earth Stays on Earth, but switched it to Damn because it was too long. This is interesting because after some theorists examined the hell out of the track listing, they believe that there's a hidden message that can be found using the last capital letter of each song. When rearranged, the letters spell out a couple of phrases, including death to the leader, earth led to death, or hater led to death, which can all be tied into the album's concept in some way, shape, or form. But if you think Damn still slaps, subscribe. There's a hidden secret about Kendrick Lamar's Damn cover that no one is talking about. There's something unusual carved into the basement of this ancient Egyptian temple. This man led me to the chambers of the Dendara Temple of Egypt, and what he showed me was really strange. It was filled with endless hallways of intricate art. After a few minutes, he guided me to a particular wall, and he told me to imagine how the ancient Egyptians may have had technology. He said that many people believe that this carving proves it, and that it shows a light bulb. Do you think that the ancients could have had more advanced technology than we give them credit for? I've got some pretty interesting ideas of what this actually is, but I'll talk about that in a different video. Leave some ideas below about what you think this could be. Follow me for more Egypt clips or go to my YouTube for the full video because I think I found mushrooms carved into this cow temple. Something unusual carved into the basement of this ancient Egyptian temple. This man led me to the chambers of the Dendara Temple of Egypt. What and what he showed me was really strange. It was filled with endless... On a sweltering July day in 2020, UK residents Meg Oxby and Jeff Parlett are on a hike with their trio of Hungarian Vizlas, unaware of what they're about to witness. We were walking along, just having a chat like we normally do, and then we noticed that the dogs were not moving. At first, this looks like a photograph, but keep watching. The camera starts moving. What and the yet the fuck? dogs all appear to be frozen in their tracks. I couldn't believe it. You could see the leaves moving and all the bushes, but the dogs were completely still. I'm telling you, we are not freezing or slowing down this video. You can tell by the shrubbery right here that it's moving in the wind. Now check out how this dog has his leg raised and tail curled. And this other dog is frozen in mid-step. <clears throat> On a sweltering July day in 2020, UK residents Meg Oxby and happened? Jeff Park And then what happened? It was just a hoax. Watch all the new, all new episodes. The proof is out there on Fridays. Them saying the dog is frozen in time. Me seeing its belly move. You look closely at the first dog so you can see it breathing. Not frozen. Some just very well-trained dogs. How awesome is that? It was doing the don't move challenge. Okay, nothing else to see. Huh. <laughs>
That does look pretty crazy, but what I find even crazier that this trained behavior is so ingrained that it has become an instinct of the breed without even being taught what to do. However, if they did have some training, they would be doing it properly by freezing and pointing it mid-stride. They're pointers. Honoring point. Bird dogs freeze on point. And I will see this about biz was they are excellent dogs to find over you can also see the dog's belly moving with you they're obviously trained to do this because if it's something that yeah that's what dogs fucking do <laughs> Have you ever wondered why most medieval castle staircases were intended to be incredibly narrow and swirling clockwise? Staircases were constructed to make it extremely difficult for opposing warriors to fight their way up. A mass assault was difficult since any assailant would have to ascend one at a time. Because most soldiers were right-handed, they would have to round each curb of the inner wall before striking, exposing themselves in the process. The circular spiral staircase also allowed the defenders to use the inner wall as a partial shield, allowing them to swing their weapon freely without being limited by the outer wall's curve. The steps were also purposefully designed to be poorly lit and uneven, making it even more difficult for the attackers to establish any type of balance or momentum during their attempt to take the castle. Given the association of spiral staircases with kings and queens and castles, it is not a surprise that they became a coveted feature for the wealthy to integrate into their residences. Have you ever wondered why most medieval castles? Actually, I hadn't, but... Uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
some blackies. There exists a terrifying exoplanet nicknamed Hell on Earth, but its core is made of about 30% pure diamond. 55 Cancery E, also known as Janssen, is the first super-Earth we ever discovered orbiting a sun-like star. Its mass is nearly nine times that of Earth, and it has roughly twice the diameter. Here's where things get crazy. It is so close to its star that it takes just 18 hours to complete one full orbit. It is tidally locked to its star, which means one side of the planet is always facing the star, very similar to our moon. Because of this, the temperatures on the day side average 2,300 because of why? degrees Celsius, while the night side averages 1,371 degrees Celsius. Because of these high temperatures and pressures, the core of the planet is made largely out of pure diamond. NASA made this travel poster, which reads, skies sparkle above a never-ending ocean of lava. Kind of beautiful. There exists a terrifying exoplanet nicknamed Hell on Earth, but its core is made of about 30% pure diamond. 55 Cancery E, also known as Janssen, is the first super-Earth we ever discovered orbiting a sun-like star. Its mass is nearly nine times that of Earth, and it has roughly twice the diameter. Here's where things get crazy. It is so close to its star that it takes just 18 hours Australia, to Australia, Australia, AD. It is one side of the planet is totally always locked. facing the star. Very totally locked. In 16. There exists. In 16. That's uh, exists. Um, interesting to me because I always thought it was a little sus that the moon is always facing us with one side. Um, you know. So it's. <clears throat> relevant to me to see another example of a moon or whatever moon-like star that uh, has the same thing. In 1600, Italian philosopher, mathematician, and astronomer Giordano Bruno was killed by the Catholic Church in the Inquisition for believing that the universe was infinite and that it would have many solar systems and many inhabited globes. It was considered a heresy to think that the Earth wasn't the center of the universe, and Giordano Bruno ended up burned with nails in the tongue, never to blaspheme again. However, 400 years later, the same Vatican that condemned Giordano Bruno to the holy fire is now considering that the universe is just too big to humans. As said in the conference held in Rome that gathered astronomers, biologists, and physicists to study the possibility of life on other planets. In 1600, Italian philosopher, mathematician, 
and astronomer Giordano Bruno was killed by the Catholic Church in the Inquisition for believing that the universe was infinite and that it would have many solar systems and many inhabited globes. It was considered a heresy to think that the Earth wasn't the center of the universe, and Giordano Bruno ended up burned with nails in the tongue, never to blaspheme again. However, 400 years later, the same Vatican that condemned Giordano Bruno to the holy fire is now considering that the universe is just too big to humans. As said in the conference held in Rome that gathered astronomers, biologists, and physicists to study the possibility of life on other planets. In 1600, Italian philosopher, mathematician, and astronomer Giordano Bruno was killed by the Catholic Church in the Inquisition for believing that the universe was infinite and that it would have many solar systems and many inhabited globes. It was considered a heresy to think that the Earth wasn't the center of the universe, and Giordano Bruno ended up burned with nails in the tongue, never to blaspheme again. However, 400 years later, the same Vatican that condemned Giordano Bruno to the holy fire is now considering that the universe is just too big to humans. As said in the conference held in Rome that gathered astronomers, biologists, and physicists to study the possibility of life on other planets. In 1600, Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream, and that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time, or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights, of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? <laughs> then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream, and that you could, for example, have the power within one... Have you seen the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, I've seen one of the Arks. We, we currently, within the Templars, we have six Arks in our possession. Uh, we are aware of potentially four other ones, That's ten total. Uh, but we, we're still trying to get to them at this time. Can you tell us where you saw that arc? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I saw it here in the United States. Really? Yeah. Did you wear body armor? No, because it wasn't activated. Right. Uh, were you worried about that, though? Well, so part of, the, part of what came with the arc was these rods. It was actually referred to as Aaron's rod in the Bible. But, but what these are is grounding rods. You can put, you can take the, the, the rod, stick it in the ground, and drop it against the ark. 
and it'll ground all the electricity into the ground so you can handle it. Have you seen the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, I've seen one of the arcs. We we currently... Very cool. I was listening to a Terence McKenna lecture. Human brain size doubled over the period of two million years. It's one of the biggest mysteries. And his idea was that yeah. ancient hominids yeah. had discovered mushrooms after the climate had shifted. Rainforests had receded in the grasslands. This gave birth to the rise of ungulates, like cows and deer and things like that. Yeah. And they would shit, these mushrooms would grow on their uh, shit. And then a lot of these monkeys in the wild picking up cow patties and looking for grubs and beetles underneath it. Oh, I see. And they think they might have experimented with the mushrooms. They experimented with psilocybin mushrooms once they realized that it was not just a viable food source, but also provided them with a bunch of different benefits. One being their vision. It increases mm. visual acuity. I know. It's yeah. so weird. Especially in it's low true. doses. It's so so it would make them see things better. Two, it makes them hornier, makes them more communal, and it makes ah. them more creative. And all those things possibly could have given birth to the language and to a lot of other things. That creativity could have enabled them to start hunting. I was listening to a Terence McKenna lecture. Human brain size doubled over the period of two million years. Don't make a distinction between work and play. Regard everything that you're doing as play. <clears throat> this is what Montessori school system does. And don't imagine for one minute that you've got to be serious. See, this is the real secret of life. To be completely engaged with what you're doing in the here and now. Don't make a distinction between work and... We are animals that naturally feel envy. Mm -hmm. We're continually comparing ourselves to other people. You know, if you thought about it in the course of a day, 90% of your thoughts are, am I getting as much money as this person? Are they having a better life than me? How come their kids are doing better, etc., mm -hmm. etc.? And it's how our brains are wired. It was a tremendous problem in, in early primitive cultures, the sense of envy, and they created all kinds of rules and taboos to make sure that nobody got too powerful and that envy wasn't a problem within a tribe. And now here you look, 5,000 years later, here we are in these modern garbs and, and with incredible sophistication, and it's only gotten worse because of social media. And so social media wasn't there 5,000 years ago. The tendency was there 5,000 years, yeah. years ago. And technology only helps bring out these traits sure. even more deep. 
your animals that naturally feel envy. Mm -hmm. We're continually comparing ourselves to other people. You know, if you thought about it in the course of a day, 90% of your thoughts are, am I getting as much money as this person? Are they having a better life than me? How come their kids are doing better, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. And it's how our brains are wired. It was a tremendous problem in, in early primitive culture removed homosexuality as a mental disorder mm. from their records, from their encyclopedia. 1987, yeah. a disorder. And so what does that even mean if what, whatever the number is, 10, 20% of people or higher are on a gender spectrum as measured in the multiple dimensions that have, have revealed, have been revealed in recent years. Uh, if you had control over the genome of your children 50 years ago, and if homosexuality has a genetic component, would you say, I don't want that. That's abnormal because you're going to go through that list of what is normal. And you can say, I don't want any abnormalities in my children. Not at all. So there's an entire ethical frontier that is yet to be touched. Yet to be removed homosexuality as a mental disorder mm. from their records, from their encyclopedia. 1987, yeah. a disorder. And so, the what does that even mean if, what, whatever the number is, 10, 20% of people or higher are on a gender Manual. spectrum as measured in the multiple dimensions that have, have revealed? Far, have been After death comes a burial. But so it was in the case of Moses. But verse 6 contains one of the most remarkable statements about the whole remarkable career of Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 6. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no man knows where his burial place is to this day. The Lord then hid the tomb. Jude verse 9 contains one of the stranger accounts in the Bible concerning this event. Jude writes, But Michael the archangel, when he disputed with the devil and argued about the body of Moses, did not dare pronounce against him an abusive judgment, but said, The Lord rebuke you. After her death comes a burial, but so it was in the case of Moses. But verse 6 contains one of the most remarkable statements about the whole remarkable career of Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 6. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no man knows where his burial place is to this day. The Lord then hid the tomb. Jude verse 9 contains one of the stranger accounts in the Bible concerning this event. Jude writes, but Michael the archangel, when he disputed with the devil and argued about the body of Moses, did not dare pronounce against him an abusive judgment, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Huh. Please show up because you had to shoot your... Six essential tips of legal self This free guide, you may have gone home to your family instead. Hi, my name is Anthony Brenda from the Armed Scholar Channel, and this type of situation happens all the time. Get your free guide from the USCCEA right now so it doesn't happen to you.
Get your free guide. What is USCCA? Ben Shapiro show. Sean. Oh, shit. CNN. After nine and a half years of traveling through the cold, dark loneliness of space, NASA's New Horizons spacecraft finally arrived at Pluto in 2015. These incredible real images of the approach slowly reveal the mysterious world and its large moon Charon, providing a stunning sense of what it must feel like to fly to an alien planet. At around 3 billion miles away from Earth, which is about 5 billion kilometers away, Pluto was starting to come into focus. Its surface features could be seen like never before. This was the first time we had ever seen the bizarre world up close. Covered in tall, frozen mountains, deep chasms, overlapping craters, and vast, almost featureless plains, Pluto is a small jewel of astonishing beauty. Donald Trump is a legal terrorist, and, and so he yeah. has benefited for decades by delay, delay, delay. You know, this is a tactic that he's used, but the walls are closing in. And, and as you've just pointed out, uh, you know, there's really no right answer here uh, for Donald Trump. And, and his silence uh, is deafening. It's essentially an admission that he still possesses these documents, which gives reason More for documents. the DOJ to, you know, proceed with this case. I also, again, just, just stepping back, like, why do they care so much? The guy has priors, you know. He, in the past, do you think that a man who was willing to leverage $350 million of taxpayer dollars to get dirt on his opponent through the Ukrainians wouldn't be willing to use documents that he stole to benefit himself? So they have every reason to want these documents, knowing who Donald Trump is, what could be in the documents. And again, I, I think we're approaching a legal crescendo for Donald Trump that he has not seen uh, in the years that he's been in the courts. Donald Trump is a legal terrorist, and, and so he has benefited for decades by delay, delay, delay. You know, this is a tactic that he's used, but the walls are closing in. And, and as you've just. Thank you. How Donald Jackass Trump. Representative Swalwell, he wanna rep Swalwell. 
Donald Jackass Trump. I forgot his middle name. Delay, delay, delay. You know, this is a tactic that he's used, but the walls are closing in. And, and as you've just pointed out, uh, you know, there's really no right answer here uh, for Donald Trump. And Humans came from Mars. Recently, the NASA rover Perseverance has found organic matter suggesting that life existed on the red planet three and a half billion years ago. Furthermore, the redness of the planet is believed to be a nuclear winter that is a phenomenon caused by nuclear weapons being used on the planet. Well, there is a theory that human life actually started on Mars. And the reason why we're now on Earth is because we drained its natural resources and had no choice but to come to Earth. However, if you look at the current situation on Earth, it probably won't be long before Earth turns into Mars. So is it possible that humans came from Mars? Recently, the NASA rover Perseverance has found organic matter suggesting that life existed on the red planet three and a half billion years ago. Furthermore, the redness of the planet is believed to be a nuclear winter that is a phenomenon caused by nuclear weapons being used on the planet. Well, there is a theory that human life actually started on Mars. demands Okay, I need to check on my chickie. 